Hey, it is Rocco for Crescent Tide Cremation Services. Uh, I think I've told you guys before, both of my parents who are still around have indicated to me that when it is their time, they would like to have a simple cremation. Uh, my dad lives out of town. My mom is uh, here in the Twin Cities, and she's actually uh, had a sit-down with Crescent Tide Cremation Services and prepaid and pre-planned for a simple cremation because, uh, for a few reasons, she's never wanted sort of a big, uh, fancy, expensive uh, funeral where everybody's kind of parading around uh, looking at her and stuff like that. She said, nope, that I never want that to happen, and uh, she likes having things done her way. She also likes making things easy on her kids. So she went in, prepaid, pre-planned for a simple cremation. They start at just $1,000, and she said she had a real nice chat with Lisa because uh, they're good people over there. It is a family-run business right here in St. Paul, Minnesota. Crescent Tide Cremation Services, they say they keep things simple, transparent, and affordable. All right, we're back. Thank you for listening to the Donna and Steve Show. On my talk, 1071, everything entertainment. Looks like we all hit up a movie over the holiday break. I went to the theater. Nice. With my brother and his wife. Oh, fun. They're always sort of causing a scene in the back. Aren't oh, they, you yeah. say they make out heavy. Oh, gross. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're married, they're, it's fine. Oh, man. But you said the quote that you told me was... <laughs> I don't want to see another movie with them in theaters due to all the heavy petting. What do you mean oh by that? Oh, my God. <laughs> What's wrong with you? We went to see The Iron Claw. Mike, I know you saw it as well. Absolutely. Yep. Um, excellent film, I would say. Oh, cool. Even even if you're not, even if you don't know about the, the, the wrestling story. Absolutely. Now, if you're looking for an uplifting movie, <laughs> this might not be the way to go. But it's, I mean, Zac Efron, wow. He was amazing. It was, it was a really, really well done movie. There were a couple of things that I would change. I don't even know, know if I want to say them out loud. There were just a couple of scenes where I was like, ah, oh, I could have done without that. Sure. Hmm. Uh, if you don't know the story, Mike will give yeah. you the best version of it yeah the von erich family is a is a known wet wrestling family from texas in the 80s and they had uh their father originally fritz von erich he was the guy with the iron claw and you always do that move people would see see that often know him from that but uh they had uh, a ton of tragedy in their family in fact so much tragedy donna you watch the movie you know how it goes yeah what if i told you um they actually a lot of times these types of movies they'll tweak up the the tragedy they'll tweak up the drama a little bit to make it a better movie they literally cut out one of the brothers. I saw that. There's a whole nother brother that had a very similar story to all the rest that they literally said, Sean Durkin, who did this movie, it was too much tragedy for one film. We had to cut the story back a little yeah. bit. So wow. literally, it was too sad to actually tell the true story. That's how insane this uh, story was. And just tragedy and, and I, they say tragedy and triumph, but I don't know how much triumph was in there, obviously. I know. It, it just seems so depressing. But it was done really, really well. It gave you an idea and a look. It's, it's you know, combination... Toxic masculinity, the professional wrestling world back then, along with a overbearing father figure and uh, the the struggles that go with all of that. Yeah, it, uh, it was it was great. It was um, so good. It was very you know it's hard to say it's it was entertaining. It was captivating. Yes, like it really kept your attention and the love that these brothers had for one another was apparent through this movie. No, I did read um, 
Kevin Von Erich, who was uh, portrayed by Zac Efron, mm-hmm. uh, I did a little, you know, deep dive into what he thought of the movie. And he basically said, you really have to remember that this is a movie. I'd like people to know that. And it's made for entertainment. It's not quite as historical, but he wanted to make sure that you knew that the one thing that they didn't quite get right was his dad. And he said, I'll tell you, my dad was a great man and I loved him so much. He was an honorable man, a good man. Um, His word was his bond. If you shook his hand, that was a contract. And he just wants people to know that because he comes off pretty, as he puts it, rank in this movie. Hmm. You know, like a hard, a hard ass dad who expects, you know, great things from his kids. Yeah. And, you know, very strict in that way. But um, he also wants people to know, I don't think this is a spoiler. This is like no, it's, it's, history, right? Yeah, it really happened. So Kevin Von Erich said you would, he wants people to know that his dad is not the reason for the family members who took their lives. Yeah. He said it was, he, he believes it was drugs, drugs that did it. Something happens to one brother, Carrie, and because of that, he wouldn't be able to come back. He said, Mike, something happens to him, too. He wouldn't be coming back, and it wasn't his dad, and he just wants to make sure that that's put out there. But the fact that they cut out another brother is mind-blowing. And Steve, you're going to love this movie, too, because if you are a fan of professional wrestling, even if I think this was a little bit before both of our times as far as our fandom. But a lot of the guys that we did watch in the 90s and that continue to work up the Ric Flair, the Dusty Rhodes, those types of guys, they make kind of appearances and are referenced to the Jerry Lawlers, Jerry Jarrett. Mm. They're talked about because this is back in the territory days when professional wrestling was all broken down in different territories. They owned one of these territories, one of the very successful ones. And you had a whole bunch of big names kind of pass through. And so there's that fun element that I really enjoyed. But then, like Sarah, for example, she doesn't know anything about that side of things. It's still just such a powerful story. And I always said The Blind Side was the movie I cried at most in my entire mm, life. That was good. This is, that's now number two. What about wow. this Miracle? Was the absolute, that's up there. But this was absolutely the most hard-hitting. To hear, because there was a bunch of people in the theater, a lot of dudes who were like, oh, yeah, that's so-and-so, that's yeah, so-and-so. Yeah, yeah. By the yeah. end, it's like, <laughs> oh, wow. the entire theater is bawling. And it's hard not, I, I don't know how you couldn't. Yeah, it was it's it was so very moving. Well done. Did you uh did your audience Well, we we had a very small there, there were very few people okay. but everyone was doing the woo. Yeah, woo, the Rick Flair. Woo, yeah, yeah, whenever yeah. Rick mm-hmm. Flair came up and he that portrayal was fantastic. Oh, that's fun. So good. So good. Don't watch it with the kids, Steve. Oh no. Okay. It's called The Iron Claw in theaters now. Yep. Yeah. And I would imagine yeah. it's going to be Opened streaming by February. That's my... Eh. Yeah, it's an A24 film. They weren't expecting to break any box office records. They were just right. putting out a really, really good film, and uh, yeah. they did just that. So it'll be streaming soon. Did I tell you guys I watched The Whale? You did. Why? Well, I, I thought you already watched it. I did. You watched it again? No, I, no, no, no. I never watched it. Oh, okay. I just watched it on New Year's Eve. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to watch this. Holy shnikes. Yeah. That... 
is definitely the most depressing movie I've ever seen in my life. And that coming off of our description of the Iron Claws. I mean, it is absolutely not something to watch on New Year's Eve. The whale seems like it would have been one of the uh, wrestling characters from back in the day that would have fit into the Iron Claw. Totally. They had a guy named Earthquake, Donna. You think <laughs> oh, I didn't know Earthquake. That was back in the, the glory days of wrestling fat shaming. The man's name was Earthquake because of when he stepped. <laughs> you know who his tag team partner was? Tugboat. Continue. I do. <laughs> That's true. I do remember, were there like sumo wrestlers who were part of the WWE? Think, or the, Yeah, you're thinking of Yoko or uh, Yokozuna. Yokozuna yes. was the one yes. big, big name that came in and yeah. Yeah, started at over 500 pounds, ended at over 600 pounds, and uh, died uh, an early death. Yeah, I watch, uh, like, I watch these guys kind of, I don't even want to say peripherally, because my, you know, you only got, like, five channels, Mm -hmm. and my dad would, like, have it on, and that's what we were watching, because it was dad's TV time, but, like, Andre the Giant, and Tito Santana, and I'm trying to think, Mr. Wonderful? Yep. Yeah. Um, Paul Orndorff? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Uh, the Undertaker. All those guys. I, yeah. You know, I'm uh, kind of familiar. So many of my late nights when Lou is already in bed and I'm like, what do I want to watch for the next 30 minutes? So often it is either a YouTube or a Peacock deep dive on something of yesteryear wrestling. Love it. Thank you. You're going to want to see this. Definitely. Okay. It's 11 11. Mega Wish, everybody. When we come back, we will uh, dig into, there's a, a New York Times article, Guessing What Life Will Be Like in 2024. Donna, when was this uh, article originally published? Um, I think yesterday. Oh, so this is not like a 1982 no, article. No, prediction. Okay. No, this is like, here are some things that might be happening in the world of pop culture. Okay. So we'll break it down when we come right back on my talk, 107.1. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Hey guys, we're back. Donna and Steve. Not a lot. Bozy, bozy, bop. Oh, wow. What a journey, huh? Yeah, we rang in the, the new year with Kabasi and sauerkraut. It's oh, sort of nice. We had that too on by. Christmas. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's our thing. Kabasi. See? You have no Cute. problem saying Kabasi. Well, technically, it's kielbasa. Oh, my God. My sister made pierogies. Oh, God. And I'm talking to my Polish friend, Mary, and every every other word is pierogi, pierogi, pierogi. And I'm like, oh, my God, I wish Steve was a fly on the wall right now and could hear this. <laughs> it just seems like you're auditioning. Just stop it. 
It's not believable. Okay, Kabasi. That's the way we say things. Piraki. Oh, gosh. I can't. I can't start 2024 thinking about the thing about you that frustrates me the most. (laughs) (laughs) Is is that the thing? Oh, that's not bad. No. Anyway, so I came across this uh, prediction, a trend on predictions on what life will be like uh, in 2024. And this is coming from the New York Times. So it's just some guesses, really, what they're doing. Okay. So last January, I think they did the same thing for 2023. And, you know, there were some fashion stuff that didn't come to fruition, things like that. But here's what they think. Jocks are cool again. Yo! Let's go! Of course, this is all heavily influenced by Taylor Swift in 2023 and her relationship with Travis Kelsey. So she's made jocks cool again. That's right. Wow. What a, her power knows no end. Also, we've got the Summer Olympic Games coming up. Yes. So that's going to, you know, get people interested in sports again. Yes. Uh, let's see. Rosettes. What if you have to fight now? a woman who did the hammer toss, Donna? Real quick. You're in an alley. Woman has your nephew in a headlock. And she says, the only way he's getting free is if... You fight me. And this is a hammer tossing gold medalist. Likely from I don't Russia. know. Sure. Germany. Okay. That would suck, wouldn't it? That would suck, Steve. Thank you. I would pepper spray her. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Anyway, now in fashion, rosettes are gonna be a thing. They're appearing on more items. Do 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 people when they hear that? Do they know what those are? I don't. So I. It's a flower. It's a rose, but a rosette, and it's being like put on lapels. Oh, okay. Chokers, things like that. So that's going to be a thing, maybe. Yes. Um, fancy glassware is going to shed a stigma in twenty twenty four. So. It's going to be, it doesn't matter if you're a man or a woman, you could have a fancy, like, ornate glass. <laughs> <laughs> Are the interns writing this article? That's what I'm wondering. We read the sentence again, though. Fancy glassware is going to shake the stigma? Yeah, shed a, a stigma. You know the stigma. If I had a nickel for every time the stigma surrounding fancy glassware <laughs> came up in my day-to-day conversation, right. I'd be a millionaire. Listen, they're not all home runs. Smart watches enter elementary schools. So a lot of parents have, you know, been resistant to give smartphones to kids at a young age. But parents seem to be more open to smart watches after, like, Apple has made it easier to control kids' accounts. Mm-hmm. So that's going to be a thing. Theme dressing on the red carpet is going to become a staple. You know, like Barbie, people dressing up in inspired things that were inspired by Barbie. Yes. Mm. Let's see. I don't like that one. You know, I heard Dale is a fancy glass person. (laughs) Manicures for the boys. This is going to be real big. Like ASAP Rocky appeared in uh, a new ad and he was blitzed out with his nails. They do a lot of those sticker nail things, too, now. 
Yeah, I don't get anything painted, but I get a, a, a buff, a buff at the end. Oh, lovely. I like getting a manicure. Helps me to stop biting my nails. Oh, that's good. Well, you know, we've seen like Harry Styles, Machine Gun Kelly, uh, Tyler, the creator. They've all um, launched nail polish lines. Oh, wow. So okay. normalizing that. Uh, let's see. Yeah, those, are, those are like the biggie wiggies. Chocolate lava is going to bubble up, according to this New York Times article. Apparently, it's been hard to find. Chocolate oh. lava cake. You know what I'm talking about? Where you bust it open and it's like all... Oh, is it kind of like cream? a Juicy Lucy, but a cake with chocolate? Yes! So hmm. they think that we're going to be seeking comfort in things like, you know, old school desserts making a comeback. Hmm. Tides are going to turn for Gen Z. As Gen Zers have been, you know, basking in the glow of their youth, they've also told older generations that everything they do is embarrassing. You know, okay, boomer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that attitude might catch up with them now because Gen Alpha has oh. arrived online. Are they they're, the new one? Yes. And they're mocking terms embraced by Gen Z. Oh, turnabout is fair play. That's right. How's it feel? Probably not great. Are you Gen Z? I'm a millennial. Okay. Butterfly kisses get reconsidered. I skipped over that purposely. Butterfly <laughs> kisses. Steve's the song that can make Steve cry every time. Interesting. I would say, yeah, largely, this is a dumb list. <laughs> uh, oh, you should go to Jezebel.com. Okay. Boy, they've got to take uh, exactly what you said is exactly what I thought. I'm like, wow, this was written by like 21 year olds. Yeah. Hey, guys, don't forget, we'll be back in the office on January 3rd, but you guys can write one article a day until then. <laughs> <laughs> Do you see the one I'm talking about? Uh,. No, hang on. It has to. It's predictions for 2024. Oh my gosh! It's like so and so and so and so are gonna break up. Oh, here they are. Celebrity predictions. Here, I'll give you a few just for funsies. Okay. Uh, let's see. A bunch of celebrities that people suspected of using Ozempic openly cop to it, Mm. and at least one becomes a brand ambassador by the end of the year. Uh, whoa, Kristen Bell, Dax Shepard divorce. That's, that's aggressive. Whoa, guys, chill out. That's a that's a prediction, not a thing that happens. Taylor Swift uh, releases a cryptocurrency. Uh, Bella Hadid wears skinny jeans a couple of times and prompts dozens of breathless headlines about how skinny jeans are back. Well, they're predicting who's going to get a DUI. Wow. Hmm. People. Wow. Hmm. Matt Healy and Joe Rogan will kiss. Anything else? Taylor Swift releases a cryptocurrency. Yes. Did you already say that? I did. I'm sorry. I'm behind you on the list reading <laughs> some other crazy ones. Sorry. Jared Leto sends a holograph of himself to the Met Gala. It malfunctions. That's funny. Uh, Chris Pratt agrees to let a company use his AI likeness in a commercial. It sparks industry mayhem, but he doesn't understand why. And puts out a statement saying he will preserve through the criticism because he has the Lord on his side. Ew. Okay.
Good answer, though. Well, listen, the internet is really... Uh, is Hollywood coming back to work tomorrow? I hope so. <laughs> I really do. It has be been fun. really, really slow. I do think a lot of shows are on hiatus this week as well. Oh, gotcha. Are, are there new late night shows this week? You know, I don't think the press... I the, don't think so. Yeah, I think we're... Uh, I think we're in for a uh, lifestyle-heavy week. You know, again, Donna... It's not about finding interesting content. It's about making content interesting. Hmm. And what you had to say about the stigma (laughs) of fancy glassware was interesting. You know, it used to be like, is it more manly to drink a daiquiri or a pina colada? The first virgin drinks that I got into, I got hooked on, were virgin strawberry daiquiris. Pretty good. Holy crap. Pretty good. You've never had a virgin one, Donna, but these things are like, (laughs) they're like the best strawberry smoothie you've ever had. Oh my gosh. Well, you'll be happy to know that it's a dry January for D-Val. Oh. You damn right. All right. Get it, girl. Because guess who's pre-diabetic? Okay. (laughs) I blame you. What? <laughs> I just eat a piece of pizza. Oh, you could have a, you could have some candy. Oh, one cookie's not going to kill you. Well, here I am. Wilford Bridley herself. We'll be back. I think I'm going to sue Steve. <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding. But I do want to talk to you about Bradshaw and Bryant and a message about winter from Mike Bryant of Bradshaw and Bryant. Uh, property owners, you are legally responsible to maintain a safe environment for visitors. This way, you know, you don't have guests slipping or falling on any ice. You definitely need to take precautions like posting a caution sign or simply de-icing the area. And if you fail to do either and then somebody gets injured, well, guess what? Your lack of safety precaution can be considered negligence. This is scary. And by the way, if you are the one who slips and falls and suffers an injury... You want to report that to your insurance company right away because you do only have a certain window of time to file a claim if that's what you choose to do or you're going to lose your right to collect any damages for your injury. And then, of course, contact an experienced attorney uh, attorney right away like Mike Bryant over at Bradshaw and Bryant. You could find him very easily at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Do you know the secret to losing up to one pound of fat every day? Hi, I'm Dr. Adam Schatzko with MNFatLoss.com, and I know the secret. Our unique weight loss program makes it easy to lose weight, get healthy, and get your energy back naturally, safely, and effectively. If you'd like to lose unhealthy fat without counting points, no exercising, no prepackaged meals, no surgery, and no hypnosis, go online to mnfatloss.com. Hey, it's Rocco. No need to jump on the latest weight loss fads where there's side effects and all that weight comes back when you get off the drug. Learn to eat the right way and make permanent changes like I did with the help of the doctor and his team at mnfatloss.com. Their time-tested methods have broken the weight loss code. Many patients lose 20 to 30 pounds in about a month or two. For your free private weight loss consultation, call 763-312-7600 or schedule online at mnfatloss.com. That's mnfatloss.com. Dr. Adam Schatzko, D.C. Results may vary.